Hello there, Friday Night Movie listeners. Welcome to our 53rd episode to the Podiversary. Thank you so much to everybody who has been with us all year, everybody who has tweeted and sent messages, and played along at home. We really appreciate it, and of course we also appreciate all the phenomenal guests we've had during the year. We have an exciting year already in the works coming up, so there's more Friday Night Movie to come. Also want to say a huge thanks to our mom and dad who have uh, been our inspiration and, of course, raised us to be siblings that would come to the logical conclusion that starting a podcast making fun of each other is the way to express our love. A couple other things about this upcoming episode. We are going to reference director's commentary, if you will, that we did of our own home videos. We'll be posting those on Instagram and Twitter. You can check out Uh, my Instagram for these clips or my Twitter at pancake and the number four table you can also follow the Friday Night Movie Twitter account which is at fry fri night movie and that is where we will be posting and you can find out information about the video clips because we may not be able to post the whole clips so it'll give you links to where the longer clips are the other thing I want to warn folks is that Lily starts off today's episode with an absolutely gross story, so if you are faint of heart or faint of stomach, I recommend skipping about five minutes in. Otherwise, thank you so much everybody for listening, and uh, here we go to the show. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, friends and family, we are celebrating our one-year podiversary today. Yay! You guys can cheer. You can see me. <laughs> Yay! Oh my God, that was the last. <laughs> they were cheering on silent, ladies and gentlemen. And we're really excited. We are really grateful to everybody who's been listening all year and really grateful for everybody who has sent in fun questions and recommendations for our podiversary episode and we have a jam-packed episode yet we're still going to try to somehow keep it in a reasonable amount of time but we are we're really excited to do this and let's start with the traditional friday night movie opening question lily calling in from the canary islands how are you i'm good i have a pretty funny story that i have to share uh for this anniversary podcast um I just feel like both of you will really appreciate it. And in the spirit of bad parenting, uh, which I feel like people really enjoyed from last week's episode, um, I just want to set the scene for you. I am, my kid had not gone poopy in like five days. And can I just, could we just inter, intersperse? So I was, when I was doing the Gold Nerds podcast, we were talking about how Bevy. Is the, con- the poopy? Yeah. And and poopy. I, I I explained how how important this how our grandmother growing up used to call the house to make check, sure you've just, gone number two. Yeah, like she wanted to yeah. make sure. So I'm not crazy. It was a worry. 
Yeah. You're not no. crazy. And we it's come from like, our there's a, on our health. there is a line of our family that is traditionally constipated. So like those in our family that have dealt with that, um, our grandmother. Wait a minute. I don't. They, they, people get concerned. I don't, I don't mean to interrupt, but Shai, were you just drinking a Barks? Yeah. I, I, don't they have caffeine? Which no, not the not the diet ones. Anyway, diet so, ones. so Lily, I just Sorry. thank you for the validation. Continue. All right, your child yes. has been backed up okay. for days. A family, yeah, a family tradition, days. specifically through you. You're really yes. Yeah, so I passed this on. Yeah, on our. Sorry, side I thought we were sponsored by Diet A and W. That's why, but that's okay. He's <laughs> <laughs> concerned about our fake sponsors. <laughs> our fake sponsors <laughs> just getting upset because they're now you're drinking a diet bar. Um, and so, so. I just try to like put it out of my mind because I was like, look, I don't want to have to give my kid a baby enema. I just want to let the nature take its course. I'm going to give him a ton of fruit and assume that it's going to work itself out. And let's be clear. Um, there are many stories that we haven't told yet that, that involve an enema. That involve yeah. an enema. And it, yeah. Ended an enema. I'm very comfortable household. talking about enema. <laughs> and so, and so um, I would just look out. My, my mother-in-law is visiting. And so my mother-in-law's visiting. And There's so much I'm not saying right now in order not to embarrass, embarrass you. Me? But I yeah. do want to say that I'm not saying a lot. <laughs> so you get, you get points. Um, so I find myself on a Saturday evening at, at a classical musical concert alone with my mother-in-law and my two-year-old in the park. And, <laughs> what? and I just sort of like, how did I get here on a Saturday evening? Where the hell is my husband surfing? And so we were, it was like getting like late and I was like, you know, let's like pack it in. So as we're walking home from the park, there is a convenience store, but what you would call a Dep if you're from Montreal, that is like such a, and in the States, there is no correct, like a 7-Eleven, a Wawa, what do you call that? Oh, uh, a bodega? Bodega? That, that's I New York. No, that's New York no, but, but, a, but I feel like a Dep is bigger than a bodega, isn't it? A large bodega. Let's be clear. When I was anyway. in college, if I had the choice, I would have done all of my shopping Probably. at the Dep. Yeah. You did. And, I, and you technically, the like, the kind of convenience store I have, it's, it's very small on the corner of my apartment you get building. everything you need there. But you could get, literally, you could totally survive. A college student would be fine. Yeah. And so we run in to grab um, some, like, sodas or, like, soft drinks for, for dinner. And my son, like, picks up a bag of chips. And, you know, I was like, okay, I'll get him some chips. And the man that uh, owns it is the least friendly human being on the planet. True. And, yeah, he's, like, Didn't never it? says hello. He's just, like, super serious. And I go there every day, but whatever. And um, we grab our stuff. And then my tiny little child is at the cash. And he stops. And he plants his feet in his spot. And he yells, Mommy! Kaka! And I was like, oh, my God, Now? Yay! And my mother-in-law's like doing a jig. She's like, "Oh, he's making caca. It's so wonderful." And I'm like, "Great. Okay, all right. Like, like let's go. Like, let's like get out of here, skadoodle. We're right next to the house. We'll just like run up home, and then you can do your biz at home." He goes, "No," <laughs> and he refused to move. Did he make you hold his hand? Because my favorite part is when he makes sit you sit down hold. on the floor and hold both his hands, and I could not move. And he was like, "Mommy, sit down. Sit down and hold my hands." Now people start lining up to go to the cash. And I can't I keep like trying to pull him and my other one's like, let's take him home. And I'm like, I don't want him to stop going to the bathroom. We've been waiting for this for five days. I can't interrupt him. She's like, just let's go. Like <laughs> nodding her head, like, oh. And I'm like, I can't move him. And the guy behind the counter is like, 
looks at us and he starts cracking up. After all this time, after all this time, eleven years of living there. I bet he's like, "Look, lady, this happens all the time." <laughs> and then um, I eventually just picked him up and made a break for it. Like I figured, I was like, "You're done. You've done enough. We've been in here for half an hour." That's amazing. Lou. Yeah, that's that's incredible. All right, Becky. How are Hilarious. you doing? I... Um, I've had some highs and I've had some lows. My high being when uh, Dr. Sexy Pants called me to check and see how my concussion is doing. Nice. Um, that was a high of my week. What well, was me? I think I have to go back to the physician. Yeah, something like that. And then um, my low was probably this morning because it wasn't the middle of the night. I would say the wee hours of the morning at 4.30 a.m. when my daughter woke up screaming from teething pain shriek i mean it wasn't it was shrieking it was blood curdling scream at from 4 30 isn't five it in the morning. so funny lily how <laughs> becky's how becky's blood curdling stream is probably miri just being like super super cute and snuggly <laughs> i have to be honest she was also kind of really snuggly yeah, yeah, so you. we eventually we gave her some motrin and it didn't it kind of helped and she was still crying so we just brought her into bed and she snuggled up against my boobies and like fell asleep for an hour and yeah. it was so cute <laughs> Hard parenting, so, Becky. So it was kind of like it was kind of oh, like wait. mixed low and high. Um, before we ask Shy for the first time in a year how he's doing, <laughs> I'm right. just gonna say that my kid also learned the word fucking Spanish. Yeah. Not for me, amazingly, because I swear all the time. But I'm pretty sure my brother-in-law, which is hilarious, and has Uncle been Jerky. like, yeah, has been saying it sort of like quietly, and everybody's sort of like, wait, what? And like, when you do the double take? T- no, I'm sure he didn't say that. And then yesterday, Costa picks him up out of his bed, and go, they go into the kitchen, and Costa was holding his cup of coffee, and he spilled a bit of coffee, and Ari just goes, Daddy, fuck! <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> and Costa's like, what did you just say? He's like, Daddy, hold it. Costa's <laughs> <laughs> like, you, you cannot say that. And he's like, hold it. It was really funny. <laughs> and he's been saying it nonstop. And every, it's just like it's a uh, joy. That's amazing. That's amazing. Okay, so how am that's I? How, how am I how doing? Are how are you shy? Uh, before before we get into our our, our all of oh my god, so glad you're here. Are you give us like a year recap of how you've been I, doing? I, I, I would just want to I want to thank you both for having done this. I, we started this. We started practicing this over a year ago when we were on the RV trip. But now here we are, 53, 53 episodes in. We haven't missed a week. There have been babies born. There have been family vacations taken. There have been, there have been multiple, multiple travels around the world travels. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. So I, it's really exciting. Um, but in terms of what's going on with me, uh, I have a bunch of movies to talk about in the what we were watching segment. But what I did yesterday touches on two really interesting themes that I think have come up recently. And they involve ice skating and children's television. Because we talked about Death to Smoochie um, on the episode that Ash was on. And we talked about I, Tanya earlier this year in an earlier episode. And what we went to yesterday was Disney on Ice. Sorry. Oh, Lily, please get him to curse. What? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Did he come in to I'm curse just, on command? He probably is cursing at his dad right now. I'm so sorry. Continue. And so, so we went to see Disney on Ice. And I've seen a lot of children's performances. Um, I've seen a lot of children's performances. And 
a lot of them are really terrible. Like, there's just someone who puts a CD on on the screen, and then the characters bounce on, on the PA system, and the characters just bounce around. Yeah, you definitely have more in, in, um, experience with that kind of stuff than me and Becky. Yeah, of like having mm-hmm. to be, like dragged to these like kitty performances. And, and some are good. Sometimes you see a great band like Rocknoceros. Like those guys are local to here. They're fantastic, but they're great musicians and good songwriters. Mm-hmm. Disney on Ice though was amazing. Is that the first time you've ever been? I've never been to an ice skating show in my life. And if you know anything about me, I do not like most of the Olympics. <laughs> and I, I consistently... And are you saying that most of the Olympics is on ice? No, the, um... the winter... Well, I don't like most of the Olympics anyway. But the Olympic skating, like, I just not something I've ever been into. So you don't like skating. Just say you don't like skating. Skating is lame. The Olympics are lame. But you liked Itania. I loved Itania because it was a great movie. So, do you think maybe you enjoyed this more because you've seen Itania and now think, you kind of understand skating a, li- a little bit? I think a little bit because first of all, like, so. these people like go through a they lot. It, they work really hard. To these do guys those are moves. doing so. They did flips and they did uh, like ski jumps on their skates, and then they did all of those different moves that you the, the Iron Lotus or whatever it is from Blades of Glory that cuts the guy's head off. They did all of these incredible <laughs> moves. You had songs that you love right like come on you hear let it go or uh, beauty and the beast you know you're gonna get a little misty oh wasn't just um coco it was all the disney stuff yeah so each each section of the show each like 15 minute mark of the show was a different theme from a different movie so it's kind of like it had a plot but not really it had a different review and the one they did of coco was amazing they had giant Puppets with skaters running the puppets. They had people on stilts flying all over the place. The production values were absolutely amazing. And the performances were amazing. And all I kept thinking about is death to Smoochie. Like, the whole time. And how I'm like... uh, It's amazing how how much makes you think of death to Smoochie. And I was also sitting there being like, how much better are the Olympics people than these guys? Because these guys are pretty (laughs) awesome. And I like the songs. I don't know. Maybe watch the Olympics. Uh, I don't think it's going to happen. Uh, is the Olympics going to... Tell me in advance what the track list is, and I'll be interested. In some of the songs. <laughs> and is someone going to be dressed like Aladdin and the Genie? Because there was an extended Aladdin and Genie skating scene, and it was amazing. That was another... <laughs> and this impressed. is kind of a sad moment, though, because, again, I thought of Death to Smoochie, because I was Robin thinking Williams? of... Robin Williams was in Death to Smoochie, which was a great performance. I think one of his weirdest, darkest performances, and he was in... Aladdin and so like there's and, uh, a moment when all are they the doing parent... a live action Aladdin who's playing the genie I don't know but we all, all, the... all the parents looked at all the parents looked at each other and were like oh, everyone's so sad that he passed oh, okay bad. so now for our main segment today we're not going to talk about a specific film we're going to run through a uh, ton of really fun questions and things that we got from our amazing uh, listeners and friends. And the first one, because we're going to go old school, we're going to go origin stories here. We're going to go back to Montreal in the suburbs of Côte St. Luke, where we did not grow up, but all of our friends lived. And Alana, one of our dearest friends and listeners and fellow fan of Money Heist, asks us what our... If she can finish it one day, yeah. Alana, this is for you. <laughs> asks us what our I best... I don't know what you're looking at, Beck. You also need to finish it. Beck <laughs> just watched two episodes in six months. <laughs> I really want to watch it, though. So that counts it's, for something. It's, yeah. it's fun. What are your best and worst memories of seeing a movie at the Cavendish Mall? Now, I remember when we were little in the area of the suburbs, in those suburbs, there wasn't really a movie theater nearby. And so when that Cavendish Mall movie theater opened up, it was like, oh my goodness, it's going to put all the movie theaters out of business. Everyone was like really excited and they had cushions. 
they had oh, head cushions. Movie oh, yeah. I feel like there wasn't a lot of movie theaters around where we lived at all. No, exactly. We lived in the city. Oh. Anyways, so Cavendish anyway. Mall. It was a mall right in the middle of the Jewish neighborhood. Um, it had a bookstore, the mall. It had the Cattlemen's where you could get pizza, I think. And I feel like we, had, we were there during different eras, Shai. Yeah. <laughs> 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 and uh, uh, mom and dad's van once got stolen out of the parking lot. Because when she did it, not we, lock it. That is not true. And because you were doing music stuff, the two benches or one of the benches from the van was out of the car because you were loading musical equipment. And so we got that extra like van bench in our basement. (laughs) We had had a van seat as a couch in the basement. So so Alana asks what are best and worst movies we saw at the Cavendish Mall and I immediately had my answer. This was not even Oh clearly I blocked that out. I don't I'm sure I I saw movies with you guys. I have too many answers. Shot, you go you first. You went on a date to a movie there once, Becky. Hey, what do like, I have your memories? That's my I was like, worst story. I, like my I was worst texting movie. Becky for memories. I was like, Becky, you saw this there and you did that there. Mm-hmm. I guess I had no memories of this. Becky, okay, fine. I'll we just need go to first. start with I'll Becky's date okay. at the Cavendish yes, Mall. Yes, Becky so, went on a terrible and, date no, there. First of all, what okay, age my did best you go mem- on a date? Hold on. My best memory is the Titanic era slash Montreal ice storm. When nothing was open except the Cavendish Mall, and I just went to go see Titanic over and over and over again. That is that's, my, that's, that's memory. It's like, oh, you can't go to school. We don't know what to do with you. Go see this four-hour-long movie as many times as you want. There was no school um, for like a month. Nobody went to like school. <laughs> and I watched Titanic. Worst, worst, worst memory. I think it was the end of seventh grade. I was not allowed to go on a date. Um, cause I was like 13, mm-hmm. but I, you know, kind of told mom like a story lie, maybe pretended it was like a group thing. And I insisted and I went on this date and, no, um, I know what happened. Can, okay. What happened? Mom said no. Oh, mom said and no. So I said Becky yes. like just made like a big fuss. Becky like did psychological warfare and convinced mom that she should be allowed to go on this date. And mom kept okay. being like, you're too young to go on dates. Like, you're dumb. You're not going oh, on a date. She's like, yes, I am. Yes, I am. So she insisted. And mom was like, fine, then go on a date. So I went on a date. Awful. We went to go see Excess Baggage starring Benicio Del, Benicio Del Toro and Reese Silverstone. Oh, Reese Silverstone, Silverstone, not Reese Witherspoon. Which, by the way, is like, a great I, date movie, though. Like, you I like, about didn't it for understand the movie. Of course you did. I thought it was like super weird and boring. It didn't, like, I didn't understand it. I was like way too, I was just like, was not I, mature. I, I, I mature. Been better off with a Disney movie. Like, I, feel like there's an, I feel like there's an Affleck in that movie. There could be. I mean, I, I don't know, probably. Um, it was not, I didn't get the movie. The I remember being like, feeling like really uncomfortable like weird and then when the date ended he tried to kiss me and i got really scared and i ran away and i remember mom picking me up and me being like i'm too young to go on a date you were right oh, that's, <laughs> and uh that is true that, that is and really he terrible. never spoke to you again right did you guys like not speak I mean, I was in seventh grade. I don't really remember the fallout of it. I just remember, I remember being like, like I didn't too speak young. the entire time. Oh yeah, we like, like didn't did, yeah. did not speak to each other. Ooh. Like he was also probably really nervous. Then there was like maybe an awkward moment at the end, and then you were like, "We're done here." And yeah, it was like, just a bad So my best one, probably a similar era, probably a similar era because that's around when it opened. Was Josh and I went to go? Josh, frequent guest of the podcast, the man with the complaints, Big Josh. We went to go see Mortal Kombat, 
the first Mortal Kombat movie. We had nothing else to see, so we just thought we'd see it. And I remember just loving it and having a lot of fun and being surprised how much we liked it. And then that was like a found money situation, like in a, in a sense that low expectations and it ended up being a ton of fun. And then the worst one was a movie that many people will say is one of the worst movies they've ever seen. But it was excess baggage. No, <laughs> no, Batman and Robin. It is the it is one of the I've is that I can, the one with the penguin with DeVito as the penguin. No, no, that's Batman Returns. Batman and Robin oh. is the one with George, George Clooney and the nipples and the nipples and, um, in the armor and, and Chris O'Donnell and Alicia yeah. Silverstone. By the way, and Alicia Silverstone. Oh, poor she Alicia did not do well. She did not well. do well. She had, <laughs> poor Alicia Odeon, Cavendish yeah. Mall. There you go. Ooh. And I do you remember the yeah. It's okay, go. One go. of the few movies I can remember the three or four movies I've ever walked out of because I will stay through the end of a movie at a movie theater pretty much no matter what, even to the end of the credits. The three movies I've walked out of um, Destiny Turns on the Radio, starring three second cameo of Quentin, Quentin Tarantino. I've and, heard of it. And Dil- <laughs> Dylan McDermott or Dermot Mulroney. Jill not ringing a bell, I, but okay. I, eyes wide shut. <laughs> Well, we were going to a fish concert. We just didn't care what happened at the end of the movie. And Batman yeah. and Robin, which we were I, like, we just got once they broke out right after the ice skating scene. We were like, "All right, we're out of here." We're done here. <laughs> and Arnold so, so that was the Cavendish Mall. That's for you, uh, Alana. Right. Now, Lindsay, uh, also known as Aphros XII, the amazing artist and a guest on our horror horror movie episode, she asked for. Uh, my best pancake recipe and I actually this is I'm going to reveal is that I pretty much don't like homemade pancakes I mean I I do I mean it's not like I'm against them Um, in fact the only uh, great ones recently were the Williams Sonoma blueberry mix that mom made us at home but in general it's still from a mix the best pancake recipe I have is to go online Go to aircanada.com, book a flight, <laughs> book a flight to Montreal, and go to Beauty's Luncheonette and order the Super Beauty Two, or just the whole stack of pancakes because those are the best pancakes in the universe. So that is my agreed. Is I'm my like recipe. Air Canada serves pancakes. <laughs> Air Canada's recipes. As I'm following this, that's my train of thought. My favorite homemade <laughs> pancakes. Not that anybody asked, but I'm just saying are Becky's. And they're on the Everyday Oat Everyday Oat blog. Go get those banana oats. They're so yummy. Super healthy. Becky's own recipe. They're incredible. All right. Well, but they're not like a traditional pancake, though. It's like yeah, they're like a healthy pancake. I will be. I will be the judge, but I'm intrigued. Becky has never disappointed me with anything she's made, except for the time she used avocado as. Icing for cookies. Coloring yep, for your Yoda cookies. But can you remember the fact that I made you Yoda cookies? How does that get lost in the story? I haven't been able to eat avocados since. Now, we had two requests from Jen and Gato that involved videos of us and Gato specifically on live commentary on a video. So we have attempted and taped a commentary on some home videos, which we will release separately outside the show because it's going to require some technical wizardry and we do not want to take up some time. But Gato, we love you. Thank you for listening. Thank you. Yeah, because that was a great suggestion. And we had a hilarious time doing it. And uh, thank you for suggesting that. And then, you know, we have two really important listeners Lily and Becky, who, when I asked them to, when, when I told them I was going to tweet out and ask for people's 
requests on topics, they thought it meant they should respond. <laughs> and Becky, Becky, was... I'm a listener of the show. <laughs> and Becky asked me for what did you ask me about the buttery voice? How do you get your, voice, you get so your, your voice so buttery? And I said that you can't tell because then you'll lose your like voiceover contract if you re- <laughs> reveal your industry <laughs> secrets. I, um, it's the diet root beer. It's the diet root beer. And all the practicing you do alone <laughs> in your bathroom. <laughs> That's not the case. <laughs> But humana, 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 humana. I can just see you doing those like voice exercises. <laughs> I, I don't, I don't know. I don't like practicing things, so the, it's not necess- It's not necessary that I would do that. Okay, and last but not least, our dear friend Dave at Bonsai Retro Club, the first podcast we ever did a, uh, the first podcast we did a crossover. We might have been with, yeah. a crossover no, with, a although we did yeah. crossovers with Pam at the Hairspiration Happy Hour early on. Dave sent us a bunch of super fun questions that could be their own show on their own, but we're going to try to tackle them. So, number one, your top three retro movies pre the year 2000. So, we've done pre-1980. We did that with Mike Roberts, but pre-2000. So, I'll, I'll add it by saying, you know, between 1980 and 2000, because we've, Lily and I did the 70s pretty hard. What's what's the question? Sorry, my baby started crying. Pre your favorite nineteen eighty to two thousand movie. That's, That's like, like my entire really life. Hard. How could you just say That's, that? You How just don't you know your fa- you just don't know your favorite movies. Return of the yeah, Jedi. Donnie Brasco. Weird Al's UHF. You know weird? I feel like when I was in my 20s, I was much more passionate and specific about my list of favorite movies. And I feel like that list I haven't, I haven't, I haven't gone back and like checked in with how true that list still feels to me. Well, that was just my gut list. That was my gut list. <laughs> I definitely I feel like in every decade, you know, or every like few years, I would have a different list. But I mean, Neverending Story oh, is up one. there. Yeah, for me, like the, like the movies that will always stand the test of time. Um, Breakfast Club, probably watched that a thousand million times. You know what I mean? Like, there's just certain movies. So never is there a Breakfast Club. Let's see, there's got to be the Break and Saga. I was gonna say that. That That's could kind of count as one movie because it's together as long as what a movie is. Together. Um, you know, but then there's like that one spot for this sort of, you know, could be like there's, you know, you, you throw in Donnie Brasco. It's, it's pretty eclectic. How many did you get to pick? Three. Three. I gave two. Working on my third one. I mean, I mean, if you yeah. asked me several years ago, it would have been The Little Mermaid, but I don't feel that way now. <laughs> no, that's right. A good, that's a good choice, though. It's a great movie, but I don't. It's not like my favorite movie now. It was back then. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I it always used to be Reality Bites and Say Anything. Those were really, like, two of my all-time favorites. But um, but I feel like it's a long time since I've, like, checked back in with how they still feel to me today. You guys don't just sit around ago. thinking about like I who, do, what your favorite it, movies it, it are. It evolves. Uh, that's fine. But I'm just like, I'm I like, I think Royal Tenenbaums is one of my favorite movies. Oh yeah. yeah. The, the first time I had ever heard of the Criterion collection was when was Lily got the Criterion collection DVD her. of the Royal Tenenbaums and like opened it up and showed me all of the cool stuff that was in it. Becky. No, awesome. no, no, sorry. I know my she's crying. I'm watching her on the monitor. That's why. 
I'm a little bit distracted during this uh, bit. Right. Oh, I don't know. I just feel like, and I feel like lately I've seen so many interesting movies, and there's like directors that I whose work I love these days. Right. Oh, it's true. Before 2000. Oof. I mean, Bottle Rocket's amazing too. Now that I said, you know, any Cohen. Bottle Rocket? That's no, the movie you're going to say is one of your favorite no, movies? No, I'm just saying, like, the last other, time I'm just thinking of Wes Anderson. Rushmore, Rushmore is better. Rushmore, Rushmore is, is better. But then there's, like, Fargo. I was talking about Fargo the other day with somebody. Fargo. I'm like, that's, that movie's amazing. Yeah, I do not like that movie. And oh, I, I love that movie. That movie I love that movie. upsets me. I'm fi- oh, Pulp look, Fiction. I, Hello, how could you not say? Is that, that's before 2000, right? Yeah, Pulp Fiction. yeah that's 90. Yeah. It's amazing, but it's still kind of upsets me. Uh, dude, that movie's amazing, though. Um, yeah. I mean, so it's Reservoir Dogs. There's just so many, but like topped up three, you could watch anytime, anywhere. Um, I just feel wholly unprepared to answer this off the cuff. Okay, well, well I mean, they, they did they, ask. That's like, why people uh, submitted in advance, and I sent you the questions. Yes. But that's okay. Um, I, it's not that I feel unprepared. It's just that it's very hard for me to narrow it down. But like anything, any like I could just say just a bunch of John Hughes movies. <laughs> like I, those movies all like, watch any day, any time. They're in my definite favorites. Okay. Yeah, I would definitely say yeah. Say anything really just is a very very special movie to me. I think I still know it off by heart. And Reality Bites for sure. And then I would probably want to think of something like a little bit later '90s to round it out. Hmm. So I don't have a third yet in mind. But yeah, it's funny you mentioned Pulp Fiction because I do have to say at the time. When Pulp Fiction came out, I don't remember loving a movie as a teenager as much as that movie. And that you movie. You just said you didn't like it that much. How much you loved what? It. You no, loved I was talking about Fargo say... that I don't like. Pulp Fiction's no, amazing. I don't Pulp Fiction. I thought you said it. Okay, no, no, no Pulp Fiction no. is amazing. But but yeah. at the time, it was mind blowing. I had never seen anything like that in my life. I, I don't had... think very few films were made like that ever before that film was made. I had never seen anything like that, and I went. I, I remember going back say... to see it with mom and dad. You know what? I would say. <laughs> God, what's wrong? I would definitely say Big Lebowski is my third as like a later 90s favorite. That's got to be late 90s, 98, 99, right? That's got to be but by the 2000s for sure. For sure, for sure. I'm going to put Big Lebowski. Yeah. That movie I can watch over and over again. All right. The other thing, the the next thing is that that Dave asks is after seeing Cobra Kai. 98, 98. After seeing Cobra Kai. Who are you rooting for going forward, Johnny or Daniel? Johnny or Daniel? I, you're, I think that's a brilliant question. I was really soul searching. I part of you immediately wants to be like, well, Johnny. Like, I do want to. The best episode of that whole season was Johnny's perspective episode. I thought that was so brilliant and so fun, where they turned it on its head. And there, you are like, this kid is like an annoying brat. This like John, uh, the Daniel kid. He, like, gets in somebody's biz for no reason, picks a fight, definitely beats up somebody that's way better at fighting than him, um, mm-hmm. gets everybody wet at a Halloween party when they're just trying to smoke a joint and, like, be chill. I think so, they're doing coke. No, they're smoking a joint. They're not doing coke. He's, like, rolling a joint Honestly, in the bathroom. Honestly, I'm so unaware of those things, I thought he was chewing gum. Anyways, <laughs> the point is that, like, Daniel, like, that episode makes you feel like Daniel's a bit of a punk, but no matter what... You always, you always got to root for Daniel. And, like, and he teaches I, the Miyagi way. He, he teaches he, the Miyagi way, yeah. the Miyagi way. And so, so I think ultimately, I'm yeah, not rooting against Johnny. I want, you know what I mean? It's not like I'm for Daniel and against Johnny. I definitely am always at heart rooting for Daniel. I think I'm rooting yeah. for them as a team. 
I'm rooting. Well, I hope they team up against the but evil sensei. If I have to pick one, though, I'm picking Daniel. I mean, nice of Johnny, yeah. but he's done a lot of terrible things. Exactly. Including, yeah, he's done a lot of terrible including things. Including yeah. still mistrain that kid and turn him into, like, a killing machine, right? Like killing machine. And, and, you know, his broken relationship with his own son. And Daniel's still teaching the Miyagi way. And, you know? and now Dave finally asks, if we could go in a DeLorean, the car from Back to the Future travel back in time to a specific time when would you travel to can i say outlander scotland with jamie i guess, I guess <laughs> you only can. if he's there i guess you can correct before or after he had all correct. his fingers broken answer. and he Sorry, was that named. was it that was a that was the correct answer. That's fail answer. That was, the, that was and I and I passed. Is what you're saying. answering for everyone. We all agree. We can move on now, right? Okay, that's what the real answer was. Correct. Um, I don't know. I feel like go. Where would you go? Where would you go, Shy? I, I to, to just keep it really simple. I would really like to go back and see REM on more shows on the Monster Tour. Or maybe the Green Tour. If I'm going to keep it, like, really not too philosophical, if I think about things that I want to go back in time and see, they would be things that happen in a specific moment. I see what you're saying. But I, don't I would want, take I don't the two wanna... of you to Queen. I don't... Like, if we could all go back to go to a show, we're going to Queen, oh, the three of us. That's a good one. See, I disagree. I would go see Oprah in her heyday. Okay. See, oh, so, so you want to go back and so just be I... like... I'm feeling inspired today. I'm, I'm at Oprah. I'm thinking good. about going to see something that I couldn't see otherwise, but not traveling back into a time where, like, there isn't air conditioning. So that's why <gasps> no, I couldn't. We know you're this. definitely not going. Not Forget Outlander. You're not going, like, the pre-1960s, like, ever. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no. No chance. Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you, everybody, for listening. It means the world to us. Thank you for participating in this episode. Uh, we're now going to talk about what we've been watching, which is jam-packed. So, uh, first of all, have, yeah. have you all seen... So, a little Star Wars... I mean, a little Star Wars news. John Favreau... By the way, I'm getting really sick of these first-look set photo leaks. Like, it's like Lily with the trailer. This is even less interesting. They're dropping like, the trailer. Here's, They're someone, dropping here's someone in a costume, and then everyone has to wear it. Right. And also, they all just look like Boba Fett, let's be honest. <laughs> <laughs> like they just redo the same costume. I'm like, you guys have bajillion dollars. Hire somebody to invent a new costume. <laughs> so annoying. So I'm John... like, who's the? Oh, it's about. I thought I was like, oh, they're making a Boba Fett show, and then they're like, the show is clearly about the titled character Mandalorian, and I was like, is it though? Have you seen the picture? Because that's hilarious. So, so just to give you a little background on that, John Favreau is doing a live action show, and it's called The Mandalorian, which sounds like it's going to be like the Gunslinger, and the Mandalorians is the type of is the planet that Boba Fett is from, and that's the armor is called Mandalorian armor. So it is about Boba Fett. No, he's not. I don't think he's in it. I think it's another. So it's about Boba Fett people. It's it's about Boba Fred. I don't know. It's some other. It's his planet, the Mandalorian. I got to say, I'm really not excited for this. I think this is like an overdone thing. At this point, that costume is not even as cool as the costumes I see other people when they make these like different variations of Boba Fett's costume at, at, at Comic-Cons. Comic-Con? They make like these like amazing, like I saw one mixed like with the Predator. Like I said, yeah. they could li- put their budget into that. Yeah, so we're at, so we're at, yeah, okay. So we're on the same level of excited I for mean, this, but, guys. I like, mean, Disney's milking this for all it's worth. They're starting their mm-hmm. own streaming platform, and they're like, oh, YouTube had Karate Kid? We have Star Wars. Yeah. Like, they're the going to. Man- 
The Mandalorian. You know, you, <laughs> right, but they're like, we have Star Wars, and we're just going to wring this out as much as possible. What yep. you two did with Karate Kid, no one can do. Like, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Yeah. Keeping it authentic. Keeping it authentic, your own streaming service, like going back to roots, picking up something that like is lost in our in our you know culture, pop culture, and Star Wars is just like, oh my god, enough. Ugh, I mean, I I, I would have been happier if they started on their own streaming service with like an original new thing that was like awesome. Yeah, you know, like when Netflix brought us Troll Hunters or something like that. Sure. I mean, yeah, for or me. like any of the other original content that these streaming services have made. Um, but like, oh, just going to ride those coattails, I guess, forever. So in this family, though, we have a lot of faith in J.J. Abrams and that he's going to save. Did you see what I wrote on my notes? No, I'd like. I'd about like this? So there's a new movie coming <laughs> out. should really read them there's, read a, there's a new movie coming out <laughs> called <gasps> o- Overlord. Have you ever seen the. Becky's like dealing with a home invasion over there, it looks like. <laughs> Sorry, my jump. dog. My Okay, yeah. My uh, dog is having some issues and needed to be let out. So <laughs> there's this new movie coming out, Overlord, and I've sat in the theater and, and seen the commercials for this now a couple times where it starts off as just like your typical World, World War II dirty dozen invading behind the scenes. And then it quickly descends into this like body horror zombie movie. But J.J. Abrams is producing it, so I'm I'm very interested. J.J.'s on board. You're going to give it a shot. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Here's the thing. This is what I wrote. Star Wars movies? The two movies that we're anticipating he'll make. Is I hope that he happening? makes two. I really hope he makes two. But anyways, this Nazi. Yeah, so so Shia, you said it's about like the like the the Nazis do an experiment. They're doing these experiments. So when they're fighting the Nazis, they're also fighting like zombies. Yeah. And and here's the thing is that I look, I would trust JJ to make my next baby. Like that guy can do anything. <laughs> so. I will watch him do anything. I'll support him making anything because he's like golden. However, I have this, you know, with just the premise, like you, you pitch me this premise. Imagine like, right. You're like, Oh, this is what this movie's about. You don't mention JJ. And I'm like, aren't Nazis scary enough? Like, <laughs> do we need zombies in a world war two movie? I feel like they maybe should have picked a different, you know, they're just war. putting everything in it. I guess I'm just sort of like Nazis. Not much is more scary. And also, if they're experiments, then they're just like like Jewish zombies running around. Oh God, Lily! There were a lot of people. There were a lot of people that terrible things happened to in World War II. Sure. Okay. So not just Jews, but like then all the poor people that like were horribly treated in World War II and had experiments done on them. I'm like, now I'm kind of rooting for the zombies in this movie. I don't know. I find it's a very like weird thing to mix zombie with like World War Two. So maybe it's a commentary. Maybe it is. Maybe like that's what I'm saying. It's like I'm not gonna knock it, knock it, or like be against this movie or anything. It just at the premise to me is confusing. So I'm curious how they're gonna execute it. All right. Now this is a horror movie, Lily. One of your great family traditions of your family in Spain I, is seeing it's, it's horror movies. That's my original family. Mm-hmm. My married into family. And so have you had to watch any with your mother-in-law in town? Yes. And remember how you said how your daughter reacted to a movie she was scared last week and she ran to the theater but went the wrong way and then got stuck and was just like, ah, <laughs> That was me in my own living room last night, except I didn't make as big of a deal as her because I'm an adult. But I almost was like, where's the door? Where's the door to my bedroom? And I left. I like was like, you know what, guys? I don't need this shit. I was like, I'm in this family. I gave you people 
a grandchild and nephew. <laughs> I'm out. I don't know why. Like, that doesn't I sound like I was like, yeah, I had a headache and I was sick. And I just had to like, I went and sat in my room and watched Outlander. It wasn't even that scary, but it was, it was this Helen Mirren one. The Winchester. It's just like unnecessary. It's just sort of like, can be pretty scary. And it's just one of those where there's like scary um, demons coming out like every five seconds. Just like, like babies in a crib and then they go to check on the baby and it becomes a spider demon. Exactly. Stuff like that. Somebody's crawling on the ceiling and their head turns backwards. Sure. So it's like that kind of scary stuff, um, which is, that to me is better than people like getting hacked up. But um, I was just not in the mood. Plus, they they start watching movies at like one a.m. here, so you, Jai, you would never make at the scariest time of night. So you're the like, scariest time of night, exactly. Okay. Like, I will watch a scary movie on a Sunday morning after brunch. That's right. when I will watch or a scary movie. Like, you you definitely could not have watched. Yeah. It's based on a true story, which, like, I know that's kind of dumb, but that still kind of gets you, right? Like, they write it's based on a true story. Like, the, what just are to the... make you Google it. <laughs> and, you're sitting, and I'm sitting there Googling for the first 20 minutes. You're just, like, reading the Wikipedia like, page. Like, yeah, and I'm like, guys, I'm doing research, okay? I need to know what really happened. And I'm just sitting there Googling it. Um, so. Wow. Okay, Beck, how about... So what's the name of this movie, by the way? It's just Helen Winchester. Winchester. Oh. It's about this fam, like the heiress to the Winchester gun fortune, Ooh. who really existed and has a house, this very famous mansion that they said was haunted in San Jose, California, and it's still there, and you can go visit okay. it. Enough, 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 enough. <laughs> enough. I live in California. Enough. We're moving on. I'm okay. with you. Oop. I don't. I think we've learned a lesson about going to California. <laughs> so, Becky, now I, I, Becky, you've been watching anything? Yeah, but that's, not, watching, that's not count as what I've been watching. I have other stuff. Oh, okay. What else have you been watching? No, no, no. Go to Becky. I'll come back. We'll Becky, back what have you been later. watching? I'm watching a little bit of a lot of different things, and I will tell you why. I did a marathon Riverdale. Oh. Finish season one. We have to. We're so, and I are going to start. So to, to, to be clear. To be clear. To be clear. Uh, Lons, who is a co-host of the Gold Nerds, like we have, we're we're already booking this. She is coming yeah. on, and we're going to yeah. do a deep dive on exactly. Riverdale and the shared universe with the whole CW world. No yeah. question. It's, is it a really shared universe? The oh, no, actually. no, but we're just pretending oh, it is. It's we're amazing. Imagining it's so, insane. Uh, that show. I- Finish that, and then I've done like a smattering of other things. Um, watch like a couple more eps of season three, Insecure. You know, eh, it's good. Um, keeping me, keeping me, keeping me busy. Then I, um, I tried to start watching season whatever we're on of Orange Is the New Black, and it's just like took me like two weeks to get through the first episode. It's just gotten really tortury and. Dark. I, I stopped watching it the last season because I it was just, just so just, gross. So I, I gotta tell like, you, I do not feel motivated to keep watching. I think I'm kind of done yeah. with that. So, you know, that's that's about it. So I watched that. I was traveling. Oh, I started watching again. Shameless season 200. Really feeling like I don't care about that show anymore. I mean, that is totally come, turned. Is, into it, is it back or is back. or did you? Your, it's back. Oh, Look, back. I I love that show. I love. I'll the, watch that show till the end. I don't know if I'll watch it without her though. Probably will. Yeah. I mean, no, but I, you see, starting this new season, you're like, none of these storylines are like tired by the time you start this season. She's amazing. The characters are a little. She they, is amazing. They're all amazing actors, but I think that story is sort of. It's, we're running out yeah. of room unless they're going to really evolve things. 
Yeah, I think they're trying to do it. Jumping the shark. It just it just sort of feels a little bit like, why do I still care? You know. So, um, well, so like, I, isn't eight seasons legit for a show? Like, why do shows need to go well, great and add a lot? Like, that like, much story left to tell. So I, I think like I think it's been a done. tough it's been a tough week because the whole Riverdale thing was super fun, and there's all this other content out there. I just haven't felt. You know, Your very, brain has turned yeah. to crap after watching no, that show. Becky That's and I, no, Becky and I, blitzed awesome. through. Nothing can keep up with it. Becky and I mm-hmm. blitzed through the end of the season of that show, yeah. and, and again, however many people got killed in Winchester were murdered by teenagers in Riverdale in the last three episodes. <laughs> or teenagers witnessed their. Can, can, yeah. This is a good moment to talk about the glossary because you guys are show embarrassing me oh this this is yeah this is exciting news lil why don't you tee up this project we've been working on all year that's going to help kick off the new year of episodes so we through the this last year of podcasting have i would say you know i'm not sure what the right adjective is but creatively or um just out of our own stupidity i'm not sure how it is um kind of have come up with all these terms and words that we use to describe our very intimate relationship with movies and television. And um, so there just isn't a vocabulary out there that represents all the things we feel and do. And um, we have a few games that we've invented. So the glossary is basically a place where you can go and get the explanation and definition for our wildly inventive uh, terms that describe our experience of watching so, TV. For example, buy rent, met, buy rent, met, right. tradesies, show barrassment, castaway. What the new one we just came up with, Shy? Oh, I forgot what it was called. Show sanity. Show sanity. Is that what happened with us? Riverdale is gone. Show sanity. Oh yeah, show sanity show is sanity. the new one. That's that's basically show sanity. Show sanity. So, so sanity is what Riverdale's musical episode is. And then the show just, like, the show clearly decided to go crazy and, like, oh, crazy's good. Like, Let's just make just, it like, crazier. Put everything in there. So, no, not the glossary. Although, at this point, there's too many things in the glossary that have to do with Riverdale. So, okay. <laughs> I'm not sure so what we're going to post the glossary. We're going to put it out on social media this week. And we're going to also have it up on the uh, on the website at pancakefortable.com so that people can play along when we are doing this. And so when we have guests in the coming year, they can read ahead because it's now getting to be quite the library of stuff. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, um, Lily, you also mentioned, are you watching, which one of you is watching Quincy? Like the show with Jack Klugman me. about the no, medical no, examiner? No, it's just I watched Quincy, the uh, documentary that Rashida Jones made her about her dad, and it oh. premiered on Netflix this week. Um, it's it's a, just a very cool doc. Um, and Shai was concerned that there might not be enough Rashida Jones in it, but she's in it quite a bit, and there's a bunch of baby pictures. So that's what you're goal is but as a music fan shy like i know you're a huge music fan oh i love music i just i mean he's just this like somebody from another world this character this person the life he had the the childhood trauma this like the survival skills and how he's self-taught it's just an incredible story um and it's very cool that i think so many times there's documentaries are made when the person's gone and i think it's really cool that a that it's his daughter who did it and um there's so much of him narrating it and him being involved in it, which is one, awesome. One could say this podcast is the Quincy of our parents. Sure. Because mm-hmm. they're around. I they guess. come on. We make fun of them. 
sure. I guess. I would say she doesn't make as much fun of her dad as though that so, uh, we do. But um, the other thing, I'm sorry, you were going to say? No, no, go ahead. The other thing that I was watching that is a very strange thing to do is when I have my in-law uh, fam visit, they, um, in this case, my mom-in-law, like, likes to have a show. So imagine you have a guest that visits you and it's like, I want to watch a show with you guys. So they can't come in on, I have one episode of Maniac left. I'm not going to like have her watch, like the, I'm not going to watch, rewatch Just the whole show. Just restart Outlander with her. She would love it. She she would love it, but I have to be able to finish a show in one week because she doesn't have Netflix or she actually, like, it's very hard where she lives to have internet. So That's a lot of pressure. What do you It's recommend? a lot of pressure. So you have to get a show that has about seven to eight episodes in it. You can't even do a 13 because she's only here for six days. So you have to do a few nights of two episodes. Right? It has I love to be this game. Oh, I want, I want this kind of game. This is such a good challenge. This should be <laughs> right. a game. This why is did a game. Why, 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 like, just this is a great game. game. A guest, uh, like, a guest, like, comes that and you have to start and finish a show. You have to start and finish it. It's a challenge. In seven days that she's here, you have to start and finish a show because you can't leave it hanging. Like, mom and dad and I, when they visited me, we've started a whole bunch of shows. So then we each finish on our own. Uh, like Killing Eve, we finished on our own because we didn't get it finished in a week. And they have TV. She doesn't. So oh, that would have been a good one. Yeah, but I've already seen it. And Jose won't watch the same show twice. Plus, the demands have to be, there has to be either killing, mystery, suspense, or zombies, or sci-fi. This is what I was given to work with. So, um... You can pick any Netflix. one of those shows that gets canceled that Josh watches. <laughs> just I think watch the first season. Josh. <laughs> like, Josh, what should we watch? But there was that show, like, Altered Carbon, that's on Netflix, yeah. that, like, looks sci-fi or whatever. But, of course, it was, that looks like a piece of shit. So, I was like, but, dude, you asked me for sci-fi mystery killing. That's where you go. There's eight episodes. We're done. I just wanted to, like, get, like, get the criteria enough, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Plus, I have to watch a dub, so I don't want it to be anything too good. <laughs> Like, do you know what I mean? I want to like to watch something like I'd really want to watch dubbed. Oh yeah, because she subtitles, so we have to watch it dubbed, and um, it's like very challenging. There's just one show I heard. Have you guys heard about this? The Innocence recommended to no, you by wait, anybody? So you haven't picked a show yet? Oh no, no, we already did. We finished it. What'd you we finished do? Finished it two days early. I'm like, that's an accomplishment. Because I would have just said, tell us what you watched. The Sinner. I never heard. Oh, of the Sinner. Had How was that? That mystery show where Jessica yeah, Biel kills somebody. I almost started watching what? it. A why done it, not a who done it. Who who the whole mystery is why she. Because mom and dad are going to come um, on Wednesday. We could start watching that. Yeah. Who recommended? It's only eight episodes. Steph. Oh, cool. That's awesome. But Steph made a good point. She was like, "I liked it, but Jessica feels too pretty to believe that um, that she could do something like that. Like, because she's so pretty that like during the show, I'm not. I don't know if I agree with that, Steph. Because I feel like. Yeah, she's pretty, but I think she did a great job. My only problem is, and I'd love for you to see it, Becky, so you could let me know. I can't tell if Bill Pullman forgot how to act or he's bad dubbed. So you just have to no, let Bill, me know, Bill, Bill Pullman's awesome. Okay. I've he got must a, be awesome. I've got a couple just to mention. Fortune Rookie on IFC with Janet Varney, who is also on Stand Against Evil, is hilarious. And it's only eight-minute episodes. It's eight eight-minute episodes. And the premise awesome. is that she stopped acting and became a uh, a psychic. And the cameo... This is one of those times where the cameos are actually amazing because they're her actual friends and they are hilarious. There's Scott Adsit, who is in 30 Rock. There's Deborah Baker Jr., who's on uh, Stand Against Evil with her. Uh, Fred Armisen is in the opening scene, and he's hilarious. So I love this show immediately, and it's uh, 
I hope they make it into a full series or they just give us a ton more episodes because it is great and she wrote and produced it and is amazing. So that one I highly recommend. It's really funny and if you're looking for something quick, go for it. Something that I, makes me really, really want to hurl myself um, uh, uh, into traffic is something called Toys Unlimited on YouTube that my kids have been watching because of Lily, which is just videos of people playing with toys, playing with toys. as if they're real. Yeah. On, on the other hand, it's like super exciting. Like if I were a kid, that's exactly what I've done. So now, done. So now I'm at home having to produce our own videos of my kids playing <laughs> with their toys. Thank you. And then last it's but not least, we, I knocked off three movies in the last 24 hours. Skyscraper with The Rock, which is The Rock versus a bil- giant building, should have been way better. It made no sense. It is a huge meh. And The Rock oh. was not and, and the rock was not charming in it. He was just, like, saving the day the whole time. So as much as I love him, it's it, it just a lot of He effects. did not bring a... Yeah. Um, <laughs> he Le- did not bring his... Le- uh, National treasureness. To I, it. I saw Lilo and Stitch for the first time ever, which the, the we could do a whole episode on how great that movie. Happy is. crying. Please. Happy crying is where how everyone was at the end of that movie. That movie it's was very popular amazing. in Spain. It like was, I said, I know a lot. I know too many people with Stitch. It, it was tattoos. fantastic, and I, it's just a Disney movie that I must have missed over the years. And it is really one of the best ones. I love it, and the kids loved it. They were taken by it, and then finally making good on a recommendation from Lindsay from a long time ago. Neon Dream with Elle Fanning. Neon Demon. Neon Demon. That's it. Sorry. Neon Demon with Elle <laughs> oh, Fanning. Oh, how was that? How was I, it? So I would give Should it... I watch that with my in-laws tonight? They asking for another so here's the thing. movie. I give it a rent. I give it a rent, meaning I watch okay. it on Amazon streaming. The thing is this, is that it's a two-hour movie that's very slow, a lot of interesting shots, a lot of suspense. Becky will like it. You're not really sure what's going on. I really want to know what Becky thinks about it. The last I love movies where I don't know what's going on. The, actually, the last yeah, twenty fun. minutes is so gross. Like I, I wasn't sure when it was going to turn into a horror movie, and <laughs> it does in the last twenty minutes. I was like, Ooh, okay. super gross. But in it, Keanu Reeves has a very, very small role playing a very aggressive, mean character, mm-hmm. and it was. Probably some of the best acting I've ever seen from him. So I don't think this movie was by any means perfect. Like it's a solid rent if you if you know what you're getting into, which is a was it long... scary? Were you scared? I wasn't really scared as much as it's psychologically very scary. It's about I mean it's got all sorts of meaning and metaphors in it, but it's about mm. a young woman who goes out to L.A. to join the modeling industry, and it's about right. how crazy that is, but in a very it's very quiet. Except then they have like really intense like EDM music playing at different times. <laughs> so in some senses, it feels like a movie where you're everything's happening as you'd expect it. Um, but the acting in it is really good and it's interesting. But again, slow burn. You, Lily, if with your in-laws, just pick it up in the last ten minutes, twenty minutes. Just watch the last <laughs> twenty minutes. Show them the Tell them it's a them. short TV show. All right. Um, any we've given so many shout-outs throughout the show, so I just want to again. Thank everybody for listening and participating this whole year. Uh, we are so grateful, and here's to another year. And thank you to my two sisters. I, I love wanna, you guys yeah, wanna, so much. Shout out, shout to, out to you guys for being such and great. I, I, I want to shout out to um, my cousin Vanessa, who supported us yes. uh, since the beginning, and Shelly, who consistently every week texts us her entire. Oh, I love it. I don't think I responded this week, but Shell, I um, loved she your. She sent me like a whole voice message this like week, which was essay. hilarious. I'm loving her like breakdown. short essays. Of about each episode um so and thank you yeah to, to those two people and then everybody and, and you guys who've kept us shout out to shine you know 
but effort because you know three time zones is not easy so thank, thank you for uh, accommodating and to our parents who when you look yes. back at the home videos you realize it's like they were training us for this or allowing our us to train lives. ourselves for this um so uh, becky where can people follow you you can follow me on twitter at paper bk princess and lily where people you can, can follow me on uh not on Chi Chi K Gomez. That doesn't sound correct. Um, you can follow me at Chi Chi K Gomez. And I have been very active on Twitter in the last 24 hours. You have been. I'm trying to get Lily's big Twitter days are usually the day or two before we tape because she likes to go back through and answer questions and things like that. So it's as opposed to me where I'm kind of on throughout the whole week. So right. if people really want the Lily wisdom, this Friday to Sunday is the best time. And uh, you can follow me at Pancake4Table on Twitter and Instagram. Everything that you hear here can be found at Pancake4Table.com. I also appear with my dear friend Ash on Behind the Behind the Music podcast. And now I am a, um, a regular cast member of the Gold Nerds podcast where we talk about so the Gold Nerds. So exciting. Where we talk about the Gold Nerds. So Nerd good. Yeah. So funny. Highly recommend that. And that is with Lons and Ash. And it is a thrill to be a part of that. And uh, the music from What Does It Eat will kick in, and we will dance. Get that, get that dancing ready. Do those dance moves. See you guys next week. Love you. Love, Love you guys. Happy anniversary. Happy anniversary. Happy anniversary.